0: All right, COP, for our Old Testament passage today, we are going to the book of Nehemiah, and we are going to go through the entire chapter 13 together right now. It says, On the day they read from the book of Moses in the hearing of the people, And in it is found that there were no ammonites or moabites that should ever enter the assembly of god for they did not meet the people with bread and water but hired balaam against them to curse them yet our god turned the curse into a blessing so we see here that people learn things and remember things when they get back into reading the word of god and back into being in god's house when you don't stay in god's house when you're not reading your bible every day it becomes so easy for us to forget what are those commandments of god what did god say about this or about that again and when we don't have that we then are going down the wrong path as soon as the people heard the law verse 3 they separated from israel all those of foreign descent now before this Eliashib, the priest who was appointed over the chambers of the house of our god and was related to Tobiah, prepared for Tobiah a large chamber where they previously put the grain offerings, the frankincense, the vessels, and the tithes of the grain, wine, and oil, which were given by the commandments to the Levites, singers, and gatekeepers as the contribution for the priests. While this was taking place, I was not in Jerusalem. For in the 32nd year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I went to the king. And after some time, I asked leave of the king and came to Jerusalem. And then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done for Tobiah, preparing for him a chamber in the courts of the house of the Lord. So we see when the top leadership was away, the second leadership level did some not so good things. They went against the plans that God had and the instructions that God had. So now that Nehemiah is coming back, we're going to see him having to deal with this problem. Verse 8, and I was very angry and I threw all the household furniture of Tobiah out of the chamber. Then I gave orders, and they cleansed the chambers, and I brought back there the vessels of the house of God with the grain offerings and the frankincense. I also found out that the portions of the Levites had not been given to them, so that the Levites and the singers who did the work had fled each to his field. See, God created things for a designated order purpose and the purpose for the giving that was set in place and the tithes and the tithes taking care of the Levites was so that the Levites themselves didn't have to go and find other work but that in everything that they do they were then available to take care of the people to take care of God's house to follow God's instructions but when the designated purpose was not being fulfilled they then had to stop what they were doing so that they would be able to take care of themselves Sounds like some really bad second-level leadership to me. So I confronted the officials and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together, and I set them in their stations. Then all Judah brought the tithe of the grain and the oil into the storehouse, and I appointed treasurers over the storehouse, Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, Padiah of the Levites, and their assistant Hanan the son of Zakur, the son of Mataniah, for they were considered reliable. There's an important characteristics that we need to look for in leadership, and one of those characteristics is you are reliable. And their duty was to distribute to their brothers. Remember me, O oh my God, concerning this, and do not wipe out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for his service. In those days I saw how in Judah people were treading the wine press on the Sabbath and bringing in heaps of grain and loading them on donkeys and also wine, grapes, figs, and all kinds of loads which they brought into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, and I warned them on the day when they sold food. Tyrians also, who lived in the city, brought in fish and all kinds of goods and sold them on the Sabbath to the people of Judah in Jerusalem itself. Then I confronted the nobles of Judah and said to them, what is this evil thing that you are doing? Profaning the Sabbath day. So again, he's saying, hey, leaders, you're making these decisions and you're making these decisions without remembering God's instructions. You're making these decisions without asking me, without checking, hey, is this right? Is this okay? Then the merchants and the sellers of all kinds of wares lodged outside Jerusalem once or twice. So we see here in verse 20, the solution that he's going to put into place. But we understand here that There is some stuff happening on the Sabbath that's not supposed to happen. So he is going to be calling them out and saying, guys, what are you doing? So he goes there and in verse 18, he says, did not your fathers act in this way? So guys, you know this, you should know better than this. And did not our God bring all this disaster on us and our city? Now you are bringing more wrath on on Israel by profaning it on the Sabbath. So he goes to these people and say, you know better. We have had this mistake in the past with our forefathers, and you should know by now not to do this. As soon as it began to grow dark at the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I commanded that the doors should be shut. Here is a leadership solution. And he gave orders that they should not be open until after the Sabbath. Instead of here expecting people to follow the instructions of God, he has to physically enforce things so that people will obey the commands of God. And I stationed some of my servants at the gate that that no load might be brought in on the Sabbath day. Then the merchants and sellers of all kinds of wares lodged outside Jerusalem once or twice. So here we see the solution but i warned them and said to them why do you lodge outside the wall if you do so again i will lay hands on you from the time on they did not come on the sabbath then i commanded the levites that they should purify themselves and come guard the gates to keep the sabbath day holy remember this also in my favor O my god and spare me according to the greatness of your steadfast love in those days i also saw jews who had married women of ashdod Ammon, and moab and half of their children spoke the language of ashdod and they could not speak the language of judah but only the language of each people and i confronted them and cursed them and beat some of them and pulled out their hair and i made them take an oath in the name of god saying, You shall not give your daughters to their sons, or take their daughters for your sons or for yourselves. Did not Solomon, king of Israel, sin on account of such women? And among the nations there was no king like him, and he was beloved by his God, and God made him king over all of Israel. Nevertheless, foreign women made even him to sin. Shall we then listen to you and do all the great evil and act treacherously against our God by marrying foreign women? And the sons of Jehodiah and the sons of Eliashib, the high priest, was the son-in-law of Sanballat the Horonite. Therefore I chased him from me. Remember them, O oh my God, because they have desecrated the priesthood and the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. Thus I cleanse them from everything foreign, and I established the duties of the priests and the Levites, each in his own work. And I provided the wood for the offering at the appointed times and for the first fruits. Remember me, O oh my God for my good. It's important for us to remember the designated purpose and plans for all that we do, that our actions are going to have some consequences and reactions as well. Here, Nehemiah understood this and made sure that things were set up to one, follow God's commands, and two, to best take care of God's children. Let's remember that as we open up our hearts and worship some more.
1: Forever
0: Testament passage for today is coming to us from 1 Corinthians 10, verse 1 to 22. It says, For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in their wilderness. Now these things took place as an example for us, that we may not desire evil as they did. Do not be adulterers, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in the sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happen to them as an example But they were written down for our instruction, in other words, for us to learn, for us to know better, even though these people did it, we can learn from what happened to them so that it won't happen to us. On whom the end of the age has come. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing that we bless is not a participation in the blood of Christ. The bread that we break is not participation in the body of Christ. Because there is one bread. We who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. We're talking about Christ. We're understanding here about the communion. We all take from the same body, Jesus. Jesus Christ, that's who he is. Consider the people of Israel. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? What do I imply then that the food offered to idols is anything or that an idol is anything? No, I imply that what pagans sacrifice, they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. None of us should want to do that. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot have both sides good and evil. You cannot have both sides heaven and hell. You cannot have both sides God and demonic nature. It doesn't work. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and of the table of demons. Shall we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? COP, let's remember today that it is important for us To decide who will we serve who will we partake of who will we have fellowship with there are some important lessons and principles here that we're seeing from psalms proverbs nehemiah and now this passage in first corinthians let's remember these things and apply them into our heart and into our life let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We pray, Lord, that you will help us, Lord God, to learn these lessons, that we will give you honor and glory in how we live our life, that we will live a life, Father God, that you can bless. Lord, we pray as we go about our day and as we go about our weekend, that you be with us. Continue to teach us and guide us Give wisdom, Lord God, to our government officials as they are making decisions for our land. Lord, we continue to pray and ask for healing to flow on our nation. That sickness and disease be far from our household. That, Lord, you'll give strength to the doctors and the nurses and those who are taking care of your children. Lord, we thank you for the blessings that are on the way, for the restoration that will come, Father God, for the increase, for the promotion, for the blessings of a tither to flow into the households, Lord God, of your children. We worship you, Father. We give you all glory, all the honor, and all the praise, for you are so worthy. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name amen and amen. Well, COP, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and I will see you next week. Have an awesome weekend. Take care, God bless, and see you later. Bye, guys.